Well, here we are yet again at the kitchen table. You're here with Arctic Eric, and this is Fika with Arctic Eric. Fika, the freedom that is ours in Christ Jesus. The freedom to answer the call to come to him. The freedom to answer the call to go out with the good news. The freedom to open the Bible and see by the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, Christ revealed. Tremendous to be free in Christ Jesus. Okay, we're going to look here now at the words of Jesus, Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, and this is from the New King James Version. Here we go. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. That's the title of today's podcast. Jesus says, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's look at a couple of points here. First of all, we have to receive it. He says, I'll give you rest. So obviously we're going to be in a position of, by faith, receiving that which Christ has for us. And he says, learn from me. So there's a connection in the rest that he wants to give us and learning from him. And this is rest for our souls, our minds, our wills, and our emotions. This is a rest that we're going to look at today. And again, I want to repeat that he encourages us here that when we're at rest, that we're learning from him. And we know from Scripture that the teacher is the Holy Spirit and he lives in us and he wants to reveal Christ to us out of the Scriptures. Let's continue to look at this rest that Christ wants to give us. And I'm hoping that as we learn today more about God's perspective on this rest and learn more about what it is Christ has done and wants to do for us today, that in fact we will receive it and there will be transformation in our souls to be conformed to the image of Christ, God's dear Son. Okay, Hebrews, very well-known chapter, Hebrews chapter 4, verses, uh, well, we'll start at verse 1. Therefore, since a promise of entering his rest, that's right, there remains a promise, there is a promise of entering God's rest. And of course, this is going to be a rest from our works, from our works to be right and rest in God that what he did, that Jesus told the truth on the cross, it is finished. It says, there's a promise of entering his rest. Let us fear lest any of us seem to come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed enter that rest. Now, that means that there is a place of rest in God, and it comes not by hearing only, but by hearing and believing. 
So we want the Holy Spirit to help us understand today that the rest God has for us, not only the rest that comes when we have peace with God through trusting Jesus Christ alone, we then have peace with God, but that there is a rest involved. It goes on to say here, they, those who don't believe, they'll not enter God's rest even though the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way. God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in another place, they shall not enter my rest. Okay, let's take a moment here. It says, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. Now, we know that God didn't go to sleep. We know that God spoke it into existence, and it continues according to the word that he spoke. What does it mean that he rested? He set this thing in motion, and his word, his power, his might cause it to continue to function exactly as he spoke it would be. And God has spoken in Scripture how things will occur, his desire for your life, so that we can rest from our activity and enter into his rest that that which he began, he will complete it in accordance with Scripture as we have the Holy Spirit revealing things to us, and we simply say, yes, work those things. I'm not going to work it. I'm going to rest in the completed work of Christ on the cross and ask you, Father, that those activities, those completions, those things you desire in my life according to Scripture, that as I rest in you, you will do them as I trust you to do them. You see, this life with God is a life of faith. Faith in him that he will do it. Faith in him that he is faithful goes on here in verse 8, For if Joshua had given them rest, he would not have afterwards spoken of another day. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered God's rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Let's read that again. There is a rest for the people of God. And the one who enters his rest has himself ceased from his works as God did from his. May the Holy Spirit uh, help us to understand that. But it goes on to make it even more clear right here in Scripture, verse 11. Let us, let's, you and me, together and individually, let us therefore be diligent, be eager, be earnest, to enter that rest. Isn't that something? We're eager, diligent, earnest to do what? To do what? To enter that promise, to enter that rest, and we do it by faith. He says so. 
But he also says, lest anyone fall according to the example of disobedience. What is the disobedience here? They chose not to believe. Listen, if we choose not to believe, if we choose, we'll lose that rest, we'll not dwell in that rest. It's available, but this life is a life of faith in God. Not just the knowledge of God, but faith in him, faith in the one who began that good work. Look what it says here now, very well-known verse, uh, verse 12. For the word of God is living, it's alive, it's powerful. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow. The word of God is a discerner, a revealer of the thoughts and intents of my heart and your heart. Think about that now. We enter a rest. We spend time at the feet of Jesus, learning from him out of Scripture with the activity of the teacher, the Holy Spirit in us, also referred to as the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And the Word of God, it will help us to separate soulish activity and the activity of the Spirit. But if you're not aware that you are spirit, soul, and body, one person, but you are spirit, soul, and body, then there can be a, a confusion between soul and spirit. And you can become confused because you don't know what the Holy Spirit wants to do, and you attempt to do it, you attempt to live it, you attempt to work it out of the strength and power of your soul. But Jesus says, look, I want to give you rest for your soul. This is not a soul life. This is a spirit-filled, spirit-led life. And our souls are to be at rest and are to be transformed by the word of God. Our souls are to be changed, our thoughts, our mind, our will, and our emotion to understand what is God's thought about our feelings what are God thought, God's thoughts about all the different activities of the mind so that our mind can be subjected to Jesus, brought under his control so that we might have the mind of Christ. And this doesn't come through a simple prayer. No, it comes through spending time with God in the word understanding that the word is alive. The word is powerful and that the word will help you to discern soul and spirit, to help you see what are the true thoughts and intents of your inner being, your deepest, deepest thoughts and intents, so that the Holy Spirit, who wields the sword, that he can go in and do surgery, if you will, that your minds will be transformed, your hearts will be kept pure and clean, and that brings us that rest. Oh, that we might enter rest as God has entered rest, and that we might cease from our works for God, and instead enter that place of rest knowing, oh Lord, 
You who bought me with your blood, you who own me, oh, I continually capitulate and give myself to you that you might receive glory as you do the refreshing new living works in me and, of course, through me. Okay, again, thanks for being here with me at the kitchen table. We'll uh, continue again here the next time we meet on FICA with Arctic Eric. My prayer is that the Lord bless you richly today. Good day. <music>